This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie. Hello and welcome to this edition of Casey Law's Bottom Line Podcast. I'm John Purcell. Every week on Casey Law, the radio station for Carlo Kilkenny, I present the Bottom Line, Casey Law's programme for and about business, brought to you, the listener, with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants Kilkenny. On the programme, we've spoken to literally hundreds of people from businesses large and small across Kilkenny, Carlo and beyond. County Carlow Chamber held its prestigious Business of the Year Awards. Because of COVID, it was an event with a difference with proceedings taking place across three venues where representatives of companies large and small across County Carlow gathered to honour the best across a range of categories. The Lifetime Achievement Award is the biggest honour that County Carlow Chamber can bestow on any person in business in Carlow. And I'm delighted to be joined by this year's recipient, Bobby Quinn, founder of Robert Quinn Limited. How are you, Bobby? Very good, John. Very good. It's quite an honour. How did you feel about it? Uh, very surprised, I suppose, initially. Uh, humbled. Uh, very grateful uh, to the people that saw fit to uh, to give me this award. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a lovely honour, it is. Yeah, and it's Nice to be honoured by people who are part of your own business community that you've worked with down through the years. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, lots of local people um, when it when it started out uh, small jobs locally and I suppose you build your name from that Tell us a bit about yourself where are you actually from Bobby originally? I'm a blow into Carlo anyway for a start off I I came to Carlo in 1972 for two weeks work and uh, look, luckily enough some, some extra work came along and uh, never left Yeah Yeah I'm from Wexford originally down a little place called Campile uh, and I've remained in Carlo, so I'm in Carlo for almost 50 years now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, originally a carpenter by trade. Yeah, Tell us right. about how uh, the early years of your career. Well, the early years, I started off as an apprentice with uh, PJ Hegarty's on the building of the Ardry Hotel in Waterford. And I spent three years with them and another further two years with McInerney's on housing schemes in, around the country in Dublin, Clanmel, Waterford, different places, Carlo. And uh, after that, then I settled down uh, in Carlow. And what um, you took the leap then from working for Hegarty's, yeah, yeah. Uh, having an employer to flying your own flag under your own name. How did you feel about that back in the seventies? A different country, completely, it, really, Ireland. It was, but I worked with it with a man, and uh, he suggested that I should go on my own, and and. Uh, I did that actually, uh, very very shortly afterwards, uh, doing small jobs, extensions, back, literally back kitchens, uh, roofing jobs, and then that grew into slightly bigger jobs, houses, more houses, and then we branched into uh, commercial work, uh, industrial commercial, and we've remained in that sector ever since. Mm, uh, the 1970s, I mentioned, kind of like a different world. Um, how would you describe the business environment in the 1970s when you started? I suppose you don't think about it a lot. Uh, you do whatever you have to do. And at that time, you were almost a one-man band for, for a while. And so once you could make your own wages, uh, there, was enough, there was enough to keep, keep you going. Mm. And then bigger jobs present themselves, uh, slightly bigger. And 
you either have the inclination to go after those jobs or say no to them. In my case, we went after a lot of them. Yeah, you, you mentioned the transition from doing extensions and domestic work into industrial and, and, and business. Yeah. What, what was that like and what were the challenges that that brought about? Presumably you had to kind of go on to a different kind of whole way of operating. Well, you do and, and you very quickly realise that you need people around you. You need um, whether they're surveyors or engineers or tradesmen, but you need you need people and that's something that uh, I realised early on, which was which was probably very, very well worth uh, realising, and uh, so we, we started to bring in people and take on the bigger job. But at the time, you weren't conscious of the economy or anything else. It was just so small uh, that you just looked after yourself, basically. Yeah, we hear a lot of you know economists talking and analysts about the economy and the outlook for the economy and all that. You're a man who's actually started a business in the 70s when it was very tough. But do you think it's just kind of important to kind of put on blinkers, so to speak, and just kind of drive ahead and just look after your own business? I think so, yeah. Just stay focused and uh, do what you, what you set out to do. If you make commitments to people, that you can that you can honour those commitments and deliver deliver on your promises or whatever you tell people. Mm. Talk uh, to us a bit about some of the significant projects that you would have taken on that would have helped your company grow over the years. Um, initially, they were mainly one-off houses, uh, and then there were small factories. Built a factory in Carlow, ten thousand square feet factory. That was one of the first industrial jobs, and. As the years went by, then we did, we started doing quite a bit of schoolwork, uh, so that was a good sector for for quite a long number of years, until the recession came and things probably slowed up a bit a little bit then. But uh, we we did we did all types of work: nursing homes, industrial buildings, uh, guard stations, uh, office work, fit outs, civil work. So there was quite a wide range of work that that we were available to do. And uh, and we also built the the team and the people to carry out that type of work in different sectors. That seems to be a key part of your success, if I may say. You realise very early on that it's important to bring in people around you. Well, that is very true, yeah. And you really need good people. And I think we were very lucky and fortunate and that we had a lot of very good people throughout the years, whether on the professional side of it or on the physical side as tradespeople on site. Yeah, your your website at the moment, the whole partnership idea is is key to the whole thing. Um, the website of Robert Quinn Limited says partners for construction. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a positive way to progress through business. I suppose it is a, a catchy one. Okay, yeah, but we like to think we would be partners. Yeah, because you are you're getting into business. It's a relationship. People are looking for whatever whatever their their, their brief is to us. Uh, and they want it, and they want it on time, and they want it done properly. Mm. Um, looking again at the range of uh, sectors that you've covered: pharmaceutical, healthcare, commercial, educational—really very, very broad uh, sector—and many landmark buildings around Carlow. Yeah, well, I think in Ireland, I suppose uh, you, you need to you need to be flexible, and you need to be versatile to take on different types of contract, uh, like. People, some people specialise in houses. Which, once we moved into commercial work, we didn't do any very, very, very odd house. And from that point of view, uh, there's a cross section of work there that uh, you, you really need to be 
adaptable to be able to carry out the different contracts. And they don't vary that much uh, a lot of the time, whether, whether it's an apartment block or, or a, a nursing home. There, there, isn't, there isn't a huge difference. You, whatever, whatever is uh, required, uh, you, you, you take it on, I suppose. I wasn't afraid, I suppose, to, to put it, to put it bluntly. We tackled a lot of things uh, and you might necessarily have do, have done them before, but if you put take the steps and do the planning and with the right people, yes, you do get there. And would you have any projects that you'd be particularly proud of looking back over your career? I suppose we yeah we did a lot a good few nursing homes for the, the likes of the Sue Ryder Foundation, Cheshire Homes, and uh, yeah we'd be quite proud of those yeah. yeah. Mm. And also um, some big names in the whole pharmaceutical area, Genzyme and MSD. Those mm-hmm. must be huge product projects and very exacting. Uh, they are. It's it's different and it's it's um, it's uh, very precise. Uh, standards are very very high conditions and so on. And I'm not saying you can be negligent or reckless on a, on a on a building site anymore. But uh, the pharmaceutical uh, clean rooms and so on. It's it's very high and very strict. But it's good. And people once you get the hang of it, people uh, become conditioned to. Whatever, whatever the, the client is looking for. So yeah, we've 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 done a lot of work for MSD and Genzyme uh, over the last few years. So that has worked out pretty well. Talk to us um, a bit about the company now. What size is it? I believe you're not uh, involved on a day-to-day basis. No, I'm anymore. Not. But tell us about Robert Quinn Limited now. Well, Robert Quinn Limited now at the moment is run by my son Michael, and. Uh, they're carrying on basically where we were. So it, it hasn't changed a lot uh, other than there's probably, with, with new with conditions and health and safety and that, there's more people needed. And I suppose he would have more people than what I would have had. Uh, you, 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 in my time, you were, you were managing maybe with, with less, but regulations and standards these days uh, require, particularly on the health and safety front, the things just just different and... Probably a little bit slower, maybe, but they have to be done differently and accountability and all the rest. Mm. I know you're very committed to your local community as well, uh, ha- having lived in Carlow for so long. Talk to us a bit about that and why you think that's important. Well, I suppose, first of all, I consider myself very lucky and that I've ha- had good health and the business has been lucky and met numerous people uh, in the industry, very very fine people. So, on that front, uh, we've done well. So, and I've also visited poor countries in like South Africa and South America, and you see people living in 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 shanty towns, and and you realise it does sink in. This, you, you're doing very well, like, and this this little country is so much better now than it was fifty years ago. We're we're living in in good times. I know we complain and so on, but. Uh, we are living in good times. Our standards of living is so much better, and there's opportunity for for lots of young people and so on. So, uh, from that point of view, uh, well, you feel you could do something in the community. You could make something happen, or if you could find a key to a problem that somebody has, uh, why why not try and do it? Because uh, even though you're busy, you still like to achieve things, or you still like to make things happen. And I, I enjoyed anything that I did with 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 the community. And uh, handing it on to the running of the company to your son must give you satisfaction. 
It does, yeah, it does. Uh, we have a son and three daughters, and uh, they're all in doing their own careers. So, yeah, it, it, was, it was very nice to, to have him there, and he was keen to come in, and so it has worked out very well, yeah. We're, mm. we're, we're, uh, we're, we're happy with the way things are. When you look back over your career uh, at this remove, who's been helpful to you uh, over the time, or any people in particular you'd like to, to mention or pay tribute to? Oh, there would be, yes, of course there is, yeah, and and a, lot, a number of them here in Kilkenny, in fact. Uh, we had some wonderful people. Uh, in Surveyors, Tony O'Driscoll was one, uh, excellent surveyor. Paddy Dial, another foreman with us. Johnny Houlihan, which is now Arm and Construction, in his own company. Uh, Adrian Burke, just lots, lots of people. They're all locals here. And uh, a lot of very good clients as well, very decent people. Like I would say, ninety-nine percent of people we met were, were excellent, whether they were clients or uh, people that work with us, engineers or tradespeople or whoever. Mm. And recommendations, and you get you get recommendations from people. And you, I've always been mindful of having good people that knew their knew their stuff because we found it it, it helped enormously to build the company because at that time you mightn't have a site very well staffed. You wouldn't have a lot of people. And you're depending on the various people there, to, 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 whether they be office-based admin uh, or out on the sites. You, you are really depending on them to get to get it right. And uh, I, I was very fortunate with the type of people that time uh, to be able to build it up to a level that you'd be able to take the next step and uh, hire in more people. Mm. And... Uh, take it a little bit easier maybe yeah yeah you mentioned um bobby earlier on in the conversation about recessions i was nearly going to say to you which recession in particular were you talking about but there's been many recessions it must be a challenging part of of life in construction to manage the good times and then the bad times because it's easy to expand but when you're hit by a recession yeah. that's particularly challenging it is now people talk about the one early in the early 80s but we were we were small at the time and we had we had a few jobs going on so it it didn't affect us hugely and almost similar with the last one in the 10 years ago whenever uh we had a, quite a lot of work going on so we were lucky for a couple of years there and then after about four or five it started to pick up again so everybody mightn't have been as fortunate as what we were, but uh, that was that was our situation. We had quite a lot of work in eight, nine, and ten, and uh, that kind of carried us through the real, the the, the worst part of the recession. Mm. How would you describe your business philosophy and your kind of tips for success? I suppose the the work you gotta you gotta work hard anyway. That's the first thing. Uh, it's certainly not nine to five. Uh, I was putting in a lot of long hours uh, in the early years and even later uh, quality of work I would say that's that's uh, very important P- people want to get it right and there was plenty of us just wasn't so right in, in the industry but uh, you, you do the best you can with the resources and the people that you have and the other thing I think the other tip I would say to anybody uh, starting out is to be receptive to things, to be receptive to ideas, uh, opportunity, you know, the ball will come to you. And really, it's whether you can handle it or not at that stage uh, and take it on or turn it down. But I have found by uh, looking into looking into projects or opportunities or jobs, it does a suit or would it be a stepping stone to something better down, down the road? And uh, I'm very pleased to say that by being receptive, uh, it stood to us in a big way. 
because if you're the opposite, there's a tendency to find fault in things, and uh, it's easy to find fault. And that, that really, probably what you're disguising here really is, is fear in some ways, because um, uh, if you're not afraid, you, yes, you will, you will tackle things. That you wouldn't necessarily have done them before, but you'd have enough confidence uh, to, to go and do them, take them on. And uh, if, the, if the effort is put in by everybody, they are successful. Mm. So that that would be that would be sort of uh, my philosophy about, say, an entrepreneur, a young boy or girl these days, looking to start a business, irrespective, and the same things apply to most businesses, uh, about quality, about service, so on. Uh, no matter what you're doing, you 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 have to deliver deliver on those. Yeah, your son is now at the helm of Robert Quinn uh, Limited. Uh, you're obviously still active in mind and body. What are your interests now, uh, Bobby? And, uh, and how are you keeping yourself occupied? I'd say you've a lot of energy. Uh, well, I have, but uh, I turned 70 there earlier this year, so I, I don't pedal as fast as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Pace yourself. As regards hobbies, yeah, a bit of gardening, I do a bit of uh, painting, a bit of bit of art, and... Uh, I love the hurling. I'm sitting in a great hurling part of the, the country here at the minute. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favourite. Yeah, my favourite sport. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, ah, Davy Fitz down there for a while in in the old County Wexford. Did ah, you Davey, follow him yeah. with interest? Uh, he, yeah, Davy. He, he did. He lifted the spirits. I think. Yeah, he did, and he got him to believe in themselves. And but he got him so far anyway. So. And belief is a huge thing, really, isn't it? It kind of ties belief, back to what you were talking about with your own business philosophy. Absolutely. You have to believe in it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, And you have to stay focused all the time. So I think talking about sport, there are great parallels between sport and business. The same things, commitment, honesty, quality, getting the scores, literally in business. Uh, what you need in one, you need in the other, I believe. Well, Bobby, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. Is there anything you'd like to say to sum up, I suppose, um, at the end of what's been a great week for you, really, when you've been awarded with the Lifetime Achievement Award by County Carlow Chamber? Well, first of all, I'm, I, I'm humbled. I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm delighted uh, to be given this award, uh, completely by surprise. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, with, with my life and I'm happy with uh, our achievements and... Uh, things are going pretty well and they're going pretty well in Carlo so uh, lots of things happening there at the moment so overall uh, we we're always say things could be different or better but I do believe that my generation have lived through fantastic years for over the last 50 or 60 years there was plenty of opportunity education uh, standard of living and so on people travelling uh, we're living in great times besides what uh, my parents would have grown up with Hmm. Now we mentioned you were from Camp Isle and we spoke there about Davy, of course lots of great sporting achievement in Carlow as well how do you feel about Carlow and County Carlow now you've spent most of your life in the county really uh, from a business point of view well both I suppose from a business and a personal yeah, well, point of view I find it a very good location and uh, like we travel to Dublin a lot like we would have done a lot of work in Dublin down to Waterford Kilkenny Tipperary you know all that so it's a good location from from our point of view. Uh, you'd never get enough work uh, uh, locally, to, to, you know, through the the good and the bad. So we, we needed to travel, but it's a good location from that point of view. Doesn't uh, I don't think we miss out on anything. Uh, we have we have the countryside. We can get to work in five or ten minutes. 
uh, I don't really feel we're missing anything. If we need to go to Dublin to a show, uh, that's only an hour away. Uh, so to, to me, it's good, and it's I see already people starting to move, and uh, my own daughter now is actually moving down from Dublin, and uh, so uh, for the point of view of she can work from home, and so can her husband, and travel to Dublin a day a week, and I'm hearing of quite a number of people that are doing that. So Carlo is uh, is has been good to me, I have to say, yeah, it has, and uh, I've been lucky, look, very lucky. Well, Bobby, you're greatly appreciated by the business community in Carlo, and congratulations to you again on being awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, the biggest honour, I suppose, that County Carlo Chamber can bestow and given to you this week at the Carlo Business of the Year Awards, uh, which were held on Thursday night. Bobby Quinn, congratulations. Thank you very much, John. Thank you now. KCLR's Bottom Line. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie